The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Good morning, everybody. So good morning to your neighbor, to the right and to the left with a smile. So today we are in week two of spiritual empowerment. Last week was totally, totally awesome. I mean, I, I, I sat down um, well, participating in the services, yes, online, as I am online now, by God's grace. Um, and, you know, and I'm like... Listening to all Doc was saying, one of the things that I am still wrestling with, even right now, is the fact that beyond the joy of making heaven, personally, as a Christian, is, is the joy of seeing you in heaven as a pastor. I mean, it would be totally unthinkable, you know, to make it to heaven and, and look back and and you guys will be there <laughs> in jesus name okay so as you get spiritually empowered fired up um for today the second week of spiritual empowerment i want us to um put our hands together for the lord jesus as we welcome again doctor okay or lose or let's keep clapping let's put our hands together let's keep clapping keep clapping keep clapping keep clapping let's keep clapping hallelujah let's keep clapping keep clapping to the glory of the lord keep clapping someone praise the lord you see the wonders of technology? <laughs> Pastor is introducing me from thousands of miles away. Isn't that awesome? Someone praise the Lord. My wife and I are pleased to be here this morning. To be a part of what God is doing here. Amen. Our hymn is Jesus is only is our message. Jesus only is our message. Jesus only is a message. Jesus all our theme shall be. We will lift up. Jesus ever, Jesus only, we will see. Jesus only, Jesus ever, Jesus only, in all we see. Savior, Savior. 
Our Father in heaven, may you send your Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to us, to release his life into us, that the world may hear him, see him, touch him, feel him everywhere we go. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Today our meditation is on spiritual empowerment and the Great Commission. Spiritual empowerment and the Great Commission. Luke chapter 10. And we're going to take bits of it. After these things, verse 1, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is great. But the laborers are few. Behold, therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are said before you. And heal the sick there and say to them the kingdom of God has come near to you. Then we go to verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy and sorry saying Lord even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Verse 19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Verse 20. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so 
it seemed good in your sight. Verse 22. All things have been delivered to me by my father. And no one knows. And no one knows the father. And no one knows who the son is except the father. And who the father is except the son. And the one to whom the son wills to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see and have not seen it and to hear what you hear and have not heard it. Can somebody say Amen. Awesome, awesome privilege to receive the gospel in its, in its increasingly great dimension of revelation. The gospel, you know, when I was a child, when I was young, we went to the church and um, I was an altar boy. You know, I don't know if any of you have been an altar boy, but you know, we are dressed up in white, and um, you carry the communion, you minister with the priest, you come to the altar and bow. I did all of that. I never knew you must be born again. You know? Isn't that awesome? You know, you can be in church, going through the motions, you know, I love the hymns. I love the chants. You know, in Anglican church, we had a tedium laudamus. How many people went to Anglican church? Oh, you are really modern. <laughs> we sang Benedictus. We sang all kinds. It was, it was exciting. But I didn't have any knowledge. And that's something you must say to yourself. It must not happen to me. To have religion without knowledge. You know? The purpose of spiritual empowerment is for the Great Commission. That's what Jesus demonstrated while he was here. He didn't empower people to sit and enjoy it. I am awesomely empowered. But to what purpose? And the Bible says here, Jesus set up 70. He sent them two by two as foreigners. You know what a foreigner is? You know, John the Baptist was a foreigner to Jesus. And what did he preach? Repent, for the kingdom of God is what? Is here. The kingdom of God is here. And when Jesus came, he said, don't begin to ask, where is the kingdom of God? For the kingdom of God does not come with observation. It is not a location. Some, you cannot say, look, here is the kingdom of God. There is the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God is designed to be where? Inside. Ruling my life. Ruling my life. In every detail. Controlling me. So that the world can see in me and through me. The reality of the kingdom life. Can you say amen to that? 
You know, our Lord Jesus had sent the uh, apostles, the 12 apostles before. And now he sends uh, 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 um, the 70 so that they too will have exposure and taste the anointing and taste the power. There is no Christian who can stand without the power. It's not possible. It is not possible. He sent them in pairs for what we call logistical reasons so they can support each other. You know, there is nothing in Christianity like a lone ranger. You know, there's no lone ranger. No, we're always paired, supporting each other because the reality is that living a Christian life is very challenging. If anybody tells you that living a Christian life is easy, the likelihood is that he's not living it. Oh, yes. He's not living it. Because the challenges are enormous at home, at work, everywhere. Everywhere. A brother told me, uh, uh, um, you know, the Bible says, let no corrupt communication come out from your... Uh, but you know, in this Lagos, it can be very difficult. Yes, he said. Uh, he said he was driving in the in the in the on the road, and then you know, one one taxi man just did like this, fiam fiam, and he had to brake very sharply. He looked at him and said, "No corrupt communication must come out." <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you try very hard but some people make it very uh, difficult yes they make it very difficult everywhere everywhere okay and that's why without the spirit controlling directing instructing it's impossible it's impossible and that's why we talk about spiritual what empowerment everybody must be empowered to be able to show Christ to the world. Our hymn says Jesus only. Jesus, everywhere, everything, in every, at home, at work, Jesus must be revealed through my life. Jesus must be revealed through my life. Jesus said to his disciples, said, the harvest is truly what? Plenty, plenteous. What does that mean? There are countless people out there who know nothing about the light that came into the world. And you and I meet quite a few of them every day. Every day. And yet, you know, you feel somewhat tongue-tied. Tongue-tied. You know, you see people who need to hear the gospel and you are like, how do I even uh, begin? You know, that's what the empowerment is all about. The first time I preached in the bus, hmm, I sat there. I thought I should preach. Hmm. So if I start preaching, what will these people... Uh... And finally, one day I stood up. You must be born again. There must be a time that you break loose. You know, you go to your office, the people doing evil, and then you just keep... Uh... Yes, so... Keep quiet, oh. Ah. Don't witness, so. Oh. 
Witness here, they may sack you. All kinds of fears. All kinds of fears. That's what the empowerment is about. You get into a place, you are praying, Holy Spirit, I cannot live here without leaving a witness for you. I can't. Give me the word to share here. It is not something that comes like that. That's why Jesus said, ask, ask, ask. Do you desire to reveal Christ where you are? Then ask. Ask for the spirit. He will give wisdom. He will give strength. He will give boldness. And when you begin to speak, you realize that, oh Lord, where did I get that? Where did that come from? Because you asked. You know, you come into a situation, you say to God, you know, you know, you know, if you don't touch me, I have failed. There is an element of powerlessness that must accompany that prayer. I can't be, I can't do without you. It's not possible. And that's what kindles the power. And then by the time you look back, you said, this must be God. This must be God. Now the details. Jesus said the harvest is plenty. The laborers are what? Somebody must say here, Lord, I want to be a laborer in your vineyard. Somebody must live here determined. The world must hear the gospel through me. And I'm not talking about going uh, 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 to the other corner to start a church. No, it's not about starting church. No. When Jesus sent people out, they didn't start church. They went out to preach. They went out to preach. They didn't make converts for themselves. They made converts for the kingdom of God. I was in a place uh, uh, we, were, we were on television for so long. And then the church suddenly decided that um, um, we need to do statistics and find out how many people are coming to this church from the television service. So they went around. They say, ah, we only found like three people who, who have come to this church because of our TV program. And they said, then we're wasting. A... I said, no, you are not wasting money. There are countless people who are saved. You may never know them on this side. So, see, we are not called to, 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 to preach church. We are called to preach the kingdom of God. So, if they, if they don't want to come here, it's okay. Wherever they go and they find a pasture, they find food, they find spiritual life, then that's awesome. That's awesome. We don't get any benefit from it directly here. But in eternity, oh yes, in eternity, people will be coming. Even, even now, you are going around on the street, you, you, you meet a total stranger. He said, ah, I was watching you on TV. I heard the gospel when you preached it on TV. All kinds of testimonies. But you may never hear any of them. And it doesn't matter. And so when you are a laborer in his vineyard, God is using you to touch countless lives. Some of them will come here. Some of them will not come here. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
The kingdom of God is prospering through our lives. Can you say amen to that? So it's important to know that empowerment is about the great commission to spread the kingdom of God at home, at work, in church, anywhere, everywhere. Jesus said to the group that he sent out in Luke 10, 9, whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as I said before you, and heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has what? Come near to you. What was Jesus saying? He said, when we preach the gospel, we must take along the supernatural. I tell believers, Christianity is not only about the natural. It's about the what? Supernatural. Yes. It's about the supernatural. Expect, ask to receive empowerment for the supernatural in various dimensions. And we're going to look at some of it now, you know. Various dimensions. It doesn't come to people who are listless, people who who have no desire. No, they don't do that. They don't do that. Empowerment is for people who want to be empowered so that the kingdom of God will come with power. There are many people out there, they don't believe in the supernatural. They don't believe in the supernatural. They think that everything must have a natural uh, explanation. Until you showed up. Until you showed up. To show that you can lay hands on the sick and they shall uh, recover. Yes. Until you showed up. That all kinds of healings can take place. You know. And, 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 And you have no control. And do you know the... The, the wonderful thing about this, you may never get that testimonial. Yes. They may be healed, and then like the Bible says, they went their way rejoicing. They didn't bother to call you to tell you that, do you know? In fact, one of my own uh, experiences is that I went to uh, Dallas, you know, I went to Dallas one day, and I met a lady who was in our fellowship in the university. 38 years ago, she was telling me that there was a time she was so sick that as soon as I put my hand on her, all her fever disappeared. Instantly, she didn't tell me. She told me 38 years. Yes. So there are people, you know, they, they, they don't have to tell you. They don't have to tell you. No. No, but you see, their faith was solidified. She's still Christian, loving God, serving God. Their faith was established. You see? It's important to understand the, 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 the kingdom approach to ministry. You know, you, you may not know what is going on in their lives. Sometimes God uh, makes you stumble on them to encourage you. You know? So, so you might be thinking, oh, nothing is really happening. Like the, 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 the man that uh, uh, the preacher said was witnessing in Amsterdam, you know, and he had only a simple message. If he sees you going, you know, he'll come and pull your dress, your, your, your coat. Sir, are you saved? 
If you are not saved, you will see hell. And then he runs away. So, if, if seven people came to a church and gave testimony that after that man spoke to them in Amsterdam, they started to think about their lives, and that's how they got saved. So the preacher went to look for this man. And he found him one, uh, after two days. He took him to a, a, a cafe, and after the, that had tea, he asked him, have you seen anybody saved by this you're witnessing? The man started crying. He said, nobody. Nobody. I said, but there are seven of them in my church. That's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. You are praying for people. You are, you are, you are ministering to them in your, in your neighborhood. In your, you, are, you are praying. You are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are giving them the word. They may be saved and, and, and go off to somewhere else. I was in a service. I was in a service in our church. And uh, a, a lady came for prayers. You know, and the Holy Spirit said, don't pray for her. Tell her to sit down and, and wait. And then, and then when she now came back, I said, what's the problem? He said, my husband left us 10 years ago. The children are now teenagers, and, and, and everything is upside down. And the Spirit said, ask her, if your husband comes back, will you take him back? He said, he will not come back. I said, pray for the children. You know, he has gone. He's living with another woman. It's 10 years ago. I said, but the people that are going to answer this prayer, they're asking you, will you take him back? I say, you will not come back. Ah. I say, but you still need to answer the question. Reluctantly, she said, okay, if he comes back, I'll take him back. But I've told you, he won't come back. I said, okay, bring your hand and let us pray. So we prayed. I said, Lord, this man has gone off somewhere. Wherever he has gone, bring him back to his family in Jesus' name. Let we agree. Because the Bible says, if two of you shall uh, agree. I said, Madam, you didn't agree. Oh. You didn't agree. Let us pray this prayer again. But this time, try and... Uh, uh. So we held hand again. Say, Lord, this man, this man has gone away from his family. Bring him back. I traveled abroad. When I came back, she was looking for me everywhere. She said, you cannot believe. She said, you cannot believe. I said, I can believe. <laughs> he said, one day there was a knock on that door. And this man came back home. But do you know the interesting part of the story? He came to our church. He said, we are not deep enough. That is going to deeper life. <laughs> you see now. So you see, God, God may be blessing, empowering. You may not see them again. You see? But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. The power of God is changing lives, and that's all that matters. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Now, I want you to now see, as soon as the people came back, they were surprised. That is what the anointing does. They said, Lord, you can't believe. The demons were what? Subject to who? To me. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I went to a meeting in Sheraton. In the, as I was speaking, a, a girl started to manifest uh, uh, demons. You know? So, you know, uh, 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 um, the Oibo people there, you know, uh, uh, they came round and... Um, 
And um, the brethren, you know how brethren cast out devils? Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. The Yubo man came. He said, this is, that's a girl struggling on the ground, foaming in the mouth. Nobody is helping her. He said, nobody is helping her. They're just commanding and going around. <laughs> it's amazing. The Spirit of God said, command the devil to come out. Uh, come out. Go back to the meeting. That is it. She struggled. She was released. She came back. You see, you, you, you don't know what happened. The Holy Spirit did what Jesus said. That's what the disciples were saying. I couldn't believe that when I gave command, they actually... Yes, I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe. I could me. I thought you have to wait for the big people to come. No. That's why Jesus said, the harvest is uh, plenteous. The laborers are few. He wants to make every single person here a laborer by empowerment. Can you say amen to that? That's what it's about. That's what it's about. You know, it is in that neighborhood that people will be coming and say, where where are you going that you are so uh, having authority? In our church, we don't have much authority like that. They say, I'm learning it somewhere that every believer is supposed to be what? Yes, yes. You know, they, 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 that's why Jesus said to them, you are so privileged. See, because many, many prophets, they wanted to see what you are seeing. They wanted to hear what you are hearing, but they didn't have the privilege. That's why he said to them, blessed are your ears. Blessed are your ears, eyes. It's an, a great opportunity that God wants to empower you and I. Ordinary. Ordinary. No, no pedigree. Not the son of a bishop or archbishop. No, no. Just ordinary you and I. Just ordinary. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you can take it from here. And run with it. And do you know something? In another few weeks, few months, a year or two. It will be a different story. It will be a different story. Because Jesus taught here, be it to you according to what? Your faith. Be it to you. You know, when we, we, when we started off as Christians, we didn't, we didn't even know anything about this matter until Pastor Elton came and started to teach it. You know? And then I, I, I went to school. I went to one school it's called Lagelu Grammar School. And I, and I said, if you have juju, bring it. If you have charm, bring it. Bring it. Two boys ran to the dormitory and came back. He said, my father gave me this for protection. This one said, my father gave me this for protection. And you know, they taught us, you no, know, pour petrol on it, burn it. There was no petrol. So I, I, I prayed for them and threw the whole thing away. You see, the whole idea is that once you receive the word, you dare the world and the devil. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because of the knowledge of the truth of empowerment. And that's why Jesus said, if you feel empty, if you sense weakness, ask. Ask. 
so that you will be empowered. Can you say amen to that? Amen. The 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons were subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample. You know what it means to trample? To trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written where? In heaven. Okay? Why does he say that? Because in Matthew chapter 7, he said, many will come to me in that day and say, didn't we cast out devils in your name? Oh yes, Jesus said, I will say to them, depart from me, I know you not, you are workers of what? Iniquity. Yes. In other words, you cannot um, uh, say you are casting out devils and committing adultery and fornication. It doesn't make any sense. If the power in you can cast out devils, it should be able to stop you from committing uh, immorality. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. You are casting out devils. You are collecting bribes in the office. It doesn't make any sense. You're casting out devils and, uh, and you're, 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 you're doing all kinds of evil. It does not make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. The Bible says the husbandman must be the first what? Partaker. So if anybody is going to be benefit from the anointing that you carry, that person, the first person should be who? Yourself. Yourself. If I'm anointed, then I'm anointed also to live holy. I'm anointed also to live godly. That's why you see there's a lot of charade going on. Going on in, in, in uh, Christendom, particularly in this country. All kinds of... I, I don't get involved in all those Facebook things. But it's atrocious. If they're, real, if they're really true. It's atrocious. Because if you have anointing, the first beneficiary is yourself. The first beneficiary is yourself. Can you say amen to that? The response of our Lord, which is something that you and I need to, um, when we come to the prayers, is something you and I need to bear in mind. He said, while you were out there, I saw Satan do what? Fall. Like lightning. You know, have you seen lightning? It's a flash. The speed. Nobody can see. When you see lightning last a little, ah, it will be terrible, the thunder that will follow. But usually lightning is a flash from one end to the other. He said, that's the way the devil fell when you were out there. Okay. So Jesus empowered the people. He told them that there is power. Nobody should go and be trying to live the Christian life without power. It doesn't work. You will just find yourself rolling over in all kinds of complications. Okay? And so, how do we really seek empowerment? From the same things that he said. 
A man can kneel down and pray, Lord, as I go out to minister, let that same anointing that caused Satan to fall like a lightning, let that same anointing locate me now. Let, him look, let it locate me. So that when I go out there to preach, Satan will fall like lightning. Yes. Fall like lightning. You fall like lightning. So that the power of God will touch the lives of men. Can you say amen to that? And then he spoke about power in two dimensions. Power to trade on serpents and scorpions and over every power of the enemy. So a man can then kneel down and say, Lord, that anointing to trade on serpents and what? Scorpions. And to trample every power, whether they are witches or wizards, whatever power they may be. We were coming back from Ibadan. We saw bananas. They said we, we, we can buy bananas to, you know, travel with. But then when I went there, I looked at the bananas. I said, ah, these bananas are not good. They're not good. Let's go. Ah, so the boy that was selling them ran in and called the father. Baba me, baba me. They said the bananas are bad. Then one elderly man came out. He said, are you the ones <clears throat> who said the bananas are bad? I said, yes, the bananas are bad. He said, and you are going to Lagos. Good luck to you. Uh, you know, people, when they have small power, they will be threatening you. Yes, they are threatening you. You know. So we drove off to Lagos about um, a few kilometers after the toll gate. Uh, something started shaking under the car. I told the driver, stop. I went under the car. I shook the exhaust. It was okay. I said, ah. So I got into the car again. I said, okay, let me hear female again from that. And there was nothing again. Yes. 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 You see? You, you, every, many places you go, people are threatening you, threatening you. They, they, what they didn't know is that you are empowered. And that you understand authority. And that you have faith and confidence in what God has given to you. And so you can dare anyone and everyone. You can dare anyone and everyone. It's important for the believer to know that God desires to empower us. And so he says to do what? Hey, whoa. What did he say to do? Ask. I've been saying it now since last Sunday. Ask. Okay, how many people here have started asking? Hey, whoa. Look at those. There are just few hands. So. Ah. Uh -uh. You think I came here for nothing? I came here so that you will begin to ask. I want every single one in this church to be empowered. That's why I came here. So that you begin to ask. 
I think our time, let me go to, um, I'll go to the end of this. Okay? It's important. It's, it's really important that everybody begins to ask. You, you, the Bible says you do not have because you do not ask. You know? Say so you don't have because you don't ask. Someone, someone must say, from today I will begin to ask. From today I will begin to ask. Okay? Luke 11, 9. So I say to you, ask and it will be what? Yes. Why don't you believe that? Why don't you believe that? Somebody must believe that. That if I ask to be anointed, it will be given to me. That's the whole essence of this visit. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be what? Open to you. For everyone, not some people. For everyone who asks what? Yes, absolutely. And it doesn't say what church you come from. It doesn't say what family you come from. It doesn't say what city you live in. It says just ask and you will receive. And then look at what he said. I need to bring it to you again. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? What is the answer? Absolutely. No. Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? No. Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? And then what does he say next? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give who? the Holy Spirit. I told you last week, the solution to every situation is who? The Holy Spirit. He has the wisdom, he has the power, he has the unction, he has the quickening. Everything is in the Holy Spirit. So let us go, let us go quickly. Come with me to Matthew chapter 10. Verses 7 and 8. You know, so that you will know what to be asking for. For the great commission to spread the gospel of the kingdom of God in the world. No matter where. Matthew chapter 10 verse 7 and 8 says, as you go. What's the first thing he said? Eh? Heal the sick. As you go preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is what? Is at hand. Okay? So, don't, don't, uh, you are not uh, a, a magician. So, so, it's about the kingdom of God. Preach, preach. You know, the kingdom of God. Have you entered the kingdom of God? Okay? And then, the next thing in verse 8 says what? Heal the sick. Okay? So the first anointing you seek, 
Lord, I need boldness. I need courage. I need inner strength to preach the word gospel. Oh, yes. To declare the truth about salvation to all and sundry. I need quickening. I need the words. You may know the Bible, but you don't have the words to speak in this mind. Lord, how can I begin? How can I begin? You know, if you've been in situations where you really wanted to preach and you didn't know what to say. I, I was on a flight once and there was a lady sitting, sitting uh, next to me. She turned her face uh, the other way. And I said, I must speak to this lady about the kingdom of God. I must speak to her. I tried to bring up one topic. I tried to bring up. Finally, I kept praying. The Holy Spirit said, comment about her skirt. I said to her, oh, that's a wonderful checkered skirt. (laughs) You know, it's amazing. It's amazing when, when the Holy Spirit quickens you. You'll be amazed how you get across to people. A, a, a gentleman gave his life to Christ on a flight. And, and it was just in the last 20 minutes before we landed. And he had told me all the story of his life. That where how he's going to meet his in-laws. They met the girl on a flight. She's an air hostess. She just, he just talked and talked and I led him to Christ. The Holy Spirit... Yes. What can I say? How should I say? Jesus said he will give you. He will give you. You may know a lot of scripture, but you don't know how to apply them to this situation. Say he will give you. He will give you. Believe that. Believe that. So that anywhere you are, you pray, Lord, give me the word. Give me the word to speak to these people. And then the next thing he says, heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. As you go, cast out what? The devils. And then you don't read that and continue. You read that and you kneel down, Lord. The anointing to preach. The anointing to heal the sick. The anointing to cleanse the lepers. The anointing to raise the dead. The anointing to cast out devils. Give to who? Yes. Yes. A lady was telling me yesterday, he said, um, said um, I, uh, they called, he said they came and called me, you know. Uh, uh, no, I went to visit, uh, uh, to visit with somebody. And then they came and called me that somebody was sick. And I went there and the lady was uh, demon possessed. And I prayed and I prayed and I commanded. She said, but I'm still praying. She's still there. I said, yes. But you don't pray. You don't start praying when you get there. You get the anointing before. Yes. You haven't met anyone demon possessed. You haven't met any leper. You haven't met any sick. But you're praying here. You're praying here. Lord, anoint me. Anoint me. Empower me. So that if I encounter the sick. When I lay hands, they will uh, cover. Yes. You see, you pray before. You, you haven't met anyone yet. But you are praying. You are receiving anointing. You are, you are, you are empowering yourself before you meet them. 
So that now when you meet them, you won't be intimidated. Because it's for them you have been praying. You've been seeking to be empowered. That's what the whole thing is all about. So that you don't come to church, listen to uh, 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 the, the preacher, uh, and say prayers, sing songs, and then go home. No, no, I need empowerment. You know, I settle in a corner. As soon as I have a little time, I, need, I, I settle in a corner. Oh, God, I need to be what? Empowered. The anointing to heal the sick. With the anointing to raise the dead. With the anointing to cleanse the leper. With the anointing to deliver every captive. I need to be empowered. You haven't met anybody yet. You haven't met anybody yet. But then, you go to the office, somebody's like, oh, oh, so what's the matter? So I feel very ill. So, yeah. now, now, it's for you that I've been uh, collecting. Yes, I've been collecting all this anointing. Yes. That is it. And do you know what Jesus said? He said, children can do this. Children that's why he said, you've hidden this thing from the wise and prudent. You have re- re- released it to what? Babies. Spiritual babies. In other words, people who don't consider themselves mature enough to do anything. But they receive the word in its simplicity. And they go home and practice it. And they're surprised at what God is doing with them. Can you say amen to that? Amen. And then... Very quickly, you know, we have done the Luke 17, 20. I need anointing that will cause Satan to fall like what? Lightning. So that, so that ministry will not be a struggle. You know, it won't be a struggle. I need anointing to tread on serpents and scorpions so that nobody will be threatening me. You know, a, a, a young lady told, gave me a testimony from our church. She said she went to teach in a school. And then during the staff meeting, she'll be talking. So the staff called her. One of the staff called her aside and said, Ah, they are talking too much. You. So in this uh, place, only the principal and the vice principal talk. Because you see, every year, the principal buries two cows alive, and the vice pres- principal buries one. So they're the only ones who. Talk. Yes. Be careful, oh. She said, ah, they're burying a cow. I bury Jesus. Eh? Only cow they're burying. You know? So she continued to talk. Yes. By the time they see your boldness, they said, this girl must have something we don't. Uh. Yes. Yes. You said, oh, yeah, you're going to Okitikupa Waterside or to to meet Mami Water. When you finish and come back, the same thing I'm saying I will be. Yes. Going to Okirikwanekwa will not intimidate me. You know, that's why you're praying for empowerment. So you can stand up for Christ and the world. That's the whole idea. And the fact that Jesus brought it and made it universal. And made it universal. And then in Mark chapter 16, he says, in my name, you shall cast out what? Devils. So now, don't forget to, don't say, come out. Ah, in whose name? Yes, in the name of Jesus, I command you to get out. You know, when we were ignorant, 
you, we heard people praying, devil, please oh, go away from here. Oh. Have you had such a prayer? Devil, please, just leave us alone, please. Is that how they govern? <laughs> That's not the language of a man that has authority. That's not the language of a woman that has authority. Devil, if I open my eyes, you have vanished. In the name of who? Jesus. Oh, yes. A professor called us in Ibadan when we were students to come and clear the juju in, in, in the house. And we cleared it, all kinds of calabash, you know. You declare this all the time. Sometimes they bring ones with tortoise. You know, it doesn't matter. But when I got home to my room, it was like the whole demons in Ibadan have come here. <laughs> I was just hearing all kinds of sound. I said, I knelt down and said, you demons, if I hear him again, you go to hell before you are. Uh-huh. You must know that the empowerment is for real. And how do you know? By testing it. By testing it. God wants every believer empowered. So that you can't go to an office, they say, well, if you don't bribe us, you won't get the contract. It's okay, we will see. We will see. I've been to an office, you know, the Spirit of God said, make a decree here, change or be changed. In two weeks, they sack the man. Yes, there's power, there's power. Change or be changed. What he wants you to say, you say. There's so much God wants you and I to do. Once you know you're empowered, then be under the control of the spirit. Don't go everywhere and say, sack, be sacked. Uh-uh. They didn't say that too. <laughs> Every little inconvenience be sacked. That's not what the Jesus had inconvenience too. <laughs> but you are controlled by the spirit. You know, it's only what he asks you to do, you do. Can you say amen to that? And then the anointing to speak in tongues. You know, there are situations where you enter. You normally speak pray in tongues. But now when you start praying, you know that the spirit has gone to another. Mm. And after that now, the understanding of what to do comes to you. The understanding of how to proceed. That's what he said. They shall speak with new tongues. You know, new tongues. Deep mysteries to God that brings revelations. It's amazing. And you have to experience it yourself. And then, if they drink any deadly thing, it will not. Uh, yes, there's an anointing that shields us, protects us from poison. And you, you can never know how wicked people will go. But you don't really care. You just follow the spirit. Just follow the spirit. The last thing that should happen to you after this meeting is to still be going around feeling empty. Feeling powerless. What is the solution? Ask. Uh-uh. Stop going around feeling powerless. Ask. Ask. And you shall be what? Given to you. Yes. Ask. Stop going around 
feeling powerless and saying, I'm not a deacon, I'm not a deaconess. I don't attend special uh, prayer meetings. They didn't write all of that in the Bible. All they said is, do what? Ask. And it will be given to you. Okay? All right? And then, and then finally, the one I will mention today is the anointing to get wealth. Deuteronomy 8.18 said, it is the Lord your God who gives you power to do what? To get, to get wealth. But for what purpose? To establish the covenant. This wealth to establish the covenant. Now, which covenant are we establishing now? You know? Which covenant are we establishing? Moses was establishing the covenant of the law. But which one are we establishing now? Hmm? The covenant of grace that Jesus taught in Matthew 6.33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? Yes. And the same anointing will drag the resources you need to you. Can you say amen to that? It's a revelation every believer must have. That we don't seek wealth in isolation. So we can uh, live a a luxurious uh, uh, life. No. We seek wealth in the context of the kingdom of God in our lives. So that God will establish the truth of the kingdom in our lives. Because Jesus said, all other things will be what? Added. Bow your head, bow your head. You see, it is time to really talk to God. Nobody here must go home powerless, feeling powerless, thinking powerless. No, no, no. This is the time to begin to pray. The anointing to preach, the anointing to heal the sick, the anointing to cleanse the lepers, the anointing to raise the dead, the anointing to cast out devils. And it will only connect to you if you are a believer in our Lord Jesus Christ. If you have not backslidden and gone back into the world. And that's why the first thing you must do today is to say, Lord Jesus, I want to come into your kingdom. I have been coming to church, but I'm not in the kingdom. I do not have the confidence that I, can, I really belong to all these the preacher is talking about. I don't have that confidence. But you can get that confidence now by saying, Lord Jesus, forgive my sin. Come into my heart now and be my Lord and my Savior. I want to also be empowered today. I want to be empowered. Is there someone praying that prayer? I want to pray with you very quickly. Our time is gone. Raise your hand where you are. Is there someone? I want to pray with you so you can enter in and become a part of God's army. Is there someone here this morning? Is there someone? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, let us stand. Let us stand. I want you to follow me in this prayer. Say with me, Oh Lord my God, I thank you 
for my salvation. I thank you for your commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Lord, I answered for that commission. By your grace, I will go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature I meet. Father, I ask you as I go to give me the anointing to heal the sick. Give me the anointing to cleanse the lepers. Give me the anointing to raise the dead. Give me the anointing to cast out devils. Oh yeah, begin to pray, begin to pray. Shekete tolikite le manaseila. Apepete toti resiente kele mula. Asima na shetelila katololila. I need empowerment, oh Lord my God. Rakite te setonila. Asama na sheketonula. Parienda la sheila, sheila, sheila. Rokito na sheila kabamahile. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, as I go to minister, let Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Give me that anointing that will cause Satan to fall down from heaven like lightning. Give me the anointing to tread on serpents and scorpions and over every power of the enemy. Give me the anointing for invincibility. Invincibility. So that nothing shall by any means hurt me. Oh yeah, pray, pray, pray very quickly, very quickly. Nothing shall by any means. I will tread on scorpions and scorpions. Because of the anointing you have given me, oh God. And nothing shall by any means hurt me. Na shekitere potolila. Ramina sotolila kabamahire. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The Bible says that when Moses came down from the presence of the Lord, the glory has been transferred to him. Join me to say, Father, by your grace, I will spend quality time in your presence so that the anointing that I seek will come upon me. Oh yeah, take a moment, take a moment. Moses showed us the way. Every time he goes before the Lord, the, the, the glory returns. Every time he goes before the Lord, the glory returns. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for every soul that is here who knows Jesus as Lord. Oh Lord, as this soul has prayed, seeking to be empowered, to fulfill the great commission in their lives. 
Oh, Lord our God, according to your promise to give to everyone who asks, open the windows of heaven, oh God, and fill your people with power in the name of Jesus. And let each one come back with a testimony that the kingdom of God may be glorified. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed.